0: welcome to better since birth this is your go-to podcast for unapologetic motherhood and breaking the norms society holds about women i'm sarah nowak your host and i'm super excited to have you here welcome back and this is a very special episode today and i'm feeling a bit emotional <laughs> um, just thinking about everything that happened in the past year. Um, so I will give you guys an honest review about the past year that I spent traveling with Loana. Um, and yeah, I hope it will answer some questions and maybe give a bit, a bit more insight in what's it really like traveling with a toddler because that's basically what everyone's asking me when they meet me for the first time, like even strangers on the street, they would just approach me like, oh my God, <laughs> it like traveling with a, uh, with a toddler, with a baby. And I never had an answer for this because I, I always felt like, how can I explain that to, um, like, in a, like in one short sentence, how can I just break it down? And I always thought it's impossible um but eventually I think I finally found my answer and from now on I'm just gonna say that it's like the the best thing I've ever done but also the most exhausting thing I've ever done probably <laughs> um I mean I choose my battles myself of course and the things I did of course weren't like all-inclusive hotel stays but more of like backpacking adventure um so yeah I kind of made it I made it hard for myself, but also I'm traveling on a budget, so I <laughs> didn't really have a choice. And, um, yeah, but I, I found that this answer is like probably the most accurate one because, um, I often tell people that it's like so, so magical in so many ways, but also, um, that it can be so hard. And yeah, I think it's important to, to show both sides because on one hand, I want to empower other parents especially solo parents to go more out and um yeah experience things with their children and on the other hand I want to be realistic because it can be really hard so I don't want to say that everything's always magical and always easy and we're just like floating on a rainbow around the world (laughs) um but more like um yeah showing both sides and I'm also saying all the time that your mindset makes probably the biggest change because so many people also told me, how are you meeting people? For example, um, when I was traveling, I I never meet any people and yeah, that's just such a thing that depends on yourself in my opinion, because, um, you need to actually go out and approach people in order to meet people. Right. But if you're like staying in, in your guest house or even going outside, but not just like talking with people, but more like being with yourself, which is completely fine. Like, don't get me wrong. That's awesome. <laughs> I often do that <laughs> when I'm tired of meeting people all the time. Um, but yeah, that's something that that often um, depends on yourself and i always consider myself like a quite open person but then i met other travelers and saw how they were interacting with other people and i was like what so you're literally talking just to everyone like when they were sitting in like a restaurant a cafe they were just talking to the people next to them i was like yeah why why not like um especially travelers are just so open why not why not just chat with everyone? <laughs> you like you never know where it might lead to you. So since I approach it that way, um I met make made so many amazing connections. So yeah, that's um that's a little intro into what I will be talking about today. Also, you should see me right now. I'm sitting with a towel on my head <laughs> on the floor. It's like um twelve a.m and um Luana's already sleeping so I'm using the time to to record this episode it's our last day here in Kuala Lumpur so um oh by the way the towels on my head because I read that if you cover yourself in um like a towel or a blanket then the audio quality will be better (laughs) so I just hope it works (laughs) and um Yes, that's why I gave it a shot today. And um, yeah, so it's our last day in Kuala Lumpur, um, our last, uh, yeah, the last night of our travels. I I wouldn't want to say of our travels because we already have the next trips planned and um, it's not really the end of an era, but it kind of feels like the end of an era because I know that I won't keep traveling the way I did this year for sure because I feel very burned out right now from all the traveling. I feel like, you know, I don't know if you, um, are a traveler as well, but I feel like I had this feeling already before the yoga teacher training. Um, And uh, where I just felt like nothing was really appealing to me anymore. So I just like went to a new place and I was like, oh yeah, cool. Like another, another waterfall. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Okay. Waterfalls actually always amaze me, but you know, like you just visit all these amazing places and then at some point you're just like, oh yeah, cool. Like another awesome place, but it's not really like I missed the excitement. And at some point it just became kind of a burden because at this point we're just having so much stuff with us that's just probably like the um, the worst (laughs) the worst thing or like the most annoying thing right now is all the luggage that we're carrying um i really feel like the next time i would do like a backpacking trip only with a backpack nothing else Um, because this time i'm carrying a suitcase and a backpack and it's just so annoying and um yeah so um that's that basically why I don't want to, to travel that fast anymore, because it's just burning me out. It's not good for my health. Um, neither my physical nor my mental health, because I can't keep up with a routine. I always have to see where we're going next. Um, you know, always just like on the move. It's just, yeah, I just had enough of that. (laughs) And, um, definitely we will be traveling next year as well. Um, and after Christmas, but um definitely gonna, gonna do it slower, definitely staying um, more days in one place, because even now, I mean, I, it's also so stupid, because I already knew that I didn't want to travel that way anymore, and then I decided to, to go to Australia, and since then, everything just went downhill, I feel, <laughs> and I think I got massive signs from the universe that I just stopped doing it, because in the past days, just, so many things went wrong and we never, we like, we were never unlucky or anything during our whole year of travels. Um, but in the past days I was really like, what is going on? Um, it felt like everything was going wrong. And, um, yeah, I was just, yeah, thinking maybe that's a sign to just like really stop it because that's what I already thought before the yoga teacher training. And I, should have just listened right away and, um, not test my luck again, but it's fine. I mean, no one got hurt or anything, so it's all good. Um, but yeah, that's probably the biggest learning so far (laughs) is that traveling is amazing. Meeting people is amazing. But also at this point, I'm just so tired of telling people my life story over and over again. Like whenever you meet new people, you just tell them your complete life story again. And yeah, you know, it just gets, I don't know, the, the excitement is starting to fade. And I know how amazing traveling is. I know what a privilege it is to travel. So I just don't want to feel, um, not excited about it anymore. So I think it's good to, to slow down a bit. Yes, that's on, um, yeah, our last days, kind of, and yeah, what I'm feeling right now. But um, yeah, I wanted to, to actually start from the beginning, now that we're already like a couple of minutes into the podcast, um, and I wanted to start where we actually decided to travel a year ago. So it all started with a very romantic holiday, me and Luana in Sicily. Um, so it was last year, um, shortly after me and her dad broke up, um, last year at the beginning of October. So I moved in with my parents for a couple of days But, um, then, so I have this weird thing that I sometimes feel like called to go to a certain place at a certain time in my life. And, um, that's why my Instagram bio is saying, following my intuition and the sun. Um, and during that time I, yeah, I just kind of felt called to go to Palermo and yeah, I was just thinking to myself. If I'm already sad because of the breakup, why, why not be sad in Italy? Right. So we went to, to Italy and I remember like when I told my family and my friends that I'm going on a holiday with Luana alone, they were like, what? Are you, are you sure that, um, that you'll be fine? And, um, I felt kind of confident, actually. I was like, "Yeah, sure um I wasn't worried, like I wasn't worried too much, but um I also I didn't not know what to expect at all, so um yeah, I just trusted it would turn out um the way i I hoped it would turn out, and I think it even exceeded my expectations because I arrived, and people would just help me with my luggage, be super helpful, like we got invited for for a dinner with like a very lovely family who lived there. And I was just like mind blown by by the whole trip and thinking to myself that it would be so nice to do it as like a tradition. Um, just me and Luana every year um, doing like a little vacation together, a little bonding time. And I wasn't even thinking of like traveling the world full-time with her, let alone like backpacking through Southeast Asia or anything like that. That wasn't even like um, somewhere in my head, I wasn't even an option. (laughs) So I was just enjoying that holiday. I was just thinking, okay, this is just one holiday. Right. Um, I definitely, um, enjoyed it so much, but I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think any further. So I went back home, uh, back to my parents after, um, after the vacation. And I think actually we went to, to Spain a bit, Um, and then I, I asked her dad if he wants to join us, um, to go to Bali because, um, I needed to, to write my bachelor thesis and I kind of needed his help to take care of Luana because, um, the other option would have been to stay with my parents. And, um, I was thinking that in Bali, the living costs are quite low. So, um, yeah, I, um, so he agreed and we went to Bali. And I just took like I don't know maybe not even two or three hours a day to to work on my thesis and um, yeah then uh, we we co-parented during that time um, and then we came back. Wait, no, I have to, I have to turn back a bit because actually I think the, um, the moment I decided to, to really get into traveling with Luana was on the Gili Islands. And for those of you who know me, you love, yeah, you know how much I love the Gili air. Um, or the Gili Islands in general. And, um, yeah, basically, for those of you who don't know the Gili Islands, it's very tiny islands in Indonesia. And just every day, there are like several boats coming to drop off backpackers and tourists. And basically, if you just walk on the main road, you see so many backpackers. And I just. Um, love the vibe of, of all these traveling people around me. And I mean, I was working as a flight attendant before, but I didn't, uh, I wasn't working like for two years already because once we're pregnant, we're, uh, we go into maternity leave and we're not allowed to work. Uh, we still get our salary paid though um so I just realized how much I missed the the traveling and I mean of course you can't compare like backpacking to to working as a flight attendant it's not the same but in some parts you know just the exploring of new places um is something that I realized that I had missed so much um in these two years that I lived in Valencia and um Yeah, I was thinking to myself, like, wait, there's a whole world to explore. I mean, by that time, I saw so many exotic places in the world, like places I would, I would have never gone otherwise if I would have not worked for that airline. But, um. Yeah, I was still thinking there's still so much to explore. And, um, yeah, so I, I think during that time that seed was really planted in my head. That was like the beginning of this year or the ending of last year. Um, where I was really thinking, hmm, I might, um, yeah, just travel around a bit with, um, with Luana. So we came back to Germany. I had to come back to handle my bachelor thesis actually, um, in, in person. So by that time I knew okay now I'm completely on my own with Luana. There's no co-parent here to help me in any situation. So we were staying a bit in Germany, I still needed to finish, um, a lot of my bachelor thesis, (laughs) which was probably the most stressful days of my life. I'm not lying. Like I was taking care of Luana during the day. Sometimes my parents would, um, play with her or take her on a walk so that I can work a bit on the thesis. But mainly I was finishing it during the night when she was sleeping, but she would wake up like every one or two hours. I would feed her, go back to the thesis. I was so exhausted. I was like, until the last moment I was editing it and just praying I would somehow go through it <laughs> and somehow pass it. And yeah, then... Um, I, I think I stayed a couple of days more after handing in the thesis, but I was so ready to leave into this new chapter. And I felt really called to go to Chiang Mai this time, to the north of Thailand, because this time I was really thinking to myself, okay, I could literally go any place in the world. Where would I go? And, um, for some reason I felt that I need to go to the north of Thailand, which was probably the best decision ever because I met the, the most amazing people on this trip and, um, I'm still friends with them. So it's so, so nice. And I think it was the best start I could have possibly had into this whole journey. And by that time, to give you a bit like an idea about the mindset I had during that time, I was just traveling with a backpack and I had her in the carrier, so we were Oh no, we also had a stroller, but I dumped it at some point because it was annoying me (laughs) because also the streets in Southeast Asia, they're not really made for strollers, right? So um, we were just traveling with the backpack and I had her in the carrier. And so it was very easy, very light, everything. And we basically just stayed in places for, I think the maximum time we spent in one place was maybe three nights. And um, usually we stayed for two nights, I think, sometimes even only one night. We packed our stuff again and we were off. And I was. I I love that lifestyle. Like, I remember so vividly how I thought to myself, like, this is absolutely amazing. Um, I can't wait to go on a 10 hour bus ride because, um, imagine all the amazing people I could meet on the bus ride. Imagine all the crazy adventures I would have on the bus ride. Like, everything was so new and so exciting. And I was just completely hyped. I think during that time, I really. I really had superpowers. I don't know. I just went through everything. I just wanted to show everyone that everything is possible with a baby. And um, I felt just super, super hyped about the whole trip, about our life and about just the freedom we had, the... Everything was so spontaneous and I was just taking it day by day. I didn't plan anything in advance. I was just literally talking to people, asking for their uh, recommendations, either locals or travelers. And I would just, um, whenever I liked something, I was like, cool, I go there. Whenever I didn't like something, I was like, no, I'll skip that. Um, Whenever I liked staying with a group of people, I was like, cool, I stay here for longer. Whenever I didn't like it, I just left. So it was just everything so spontaneous and free and, it felt amazing. It was like a really amazing time. I mean, of course, it also came with struggles. Um uh, I think during that time there weren't there weren't many struggles actually. It was still the beginning. I was still super hyped, like I said. Um of course I realized it's uh physically hard and also mentally, um, like breastfeeding her. And of course, during that time, I also realized traveling with a baby is so different than traveling alone. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, it also felt just really nice to be so present with her the whole time, because that's, in my opinion, what makes like such a different and parenting in general as once you're present with your kid and then it gets easier because usually when I was stressed out before it was because I was like working um on my laptop doing something on my phone or um yeah, just being distracted, having to take care of the household or anything. And yeah, kind of suddenly all these problems disappeared. I was just um completely concentrating on, on being present with her, on playing with her, on, um yeah, traveling with her. And of course it was also, yeah, we had to book trips and like, I had to figure out which way to go, Book the rides and everything but it was also in Southeast asia actually it was so easy because you can go by bus to any place everything is so cheap you don't have to book in advance you can just rock up at hostels or at like guest houses um and just get a room there like you don't even have to book it in advance so i was just not worried about anything and it all felt quite easy Basically I was thinking to myself that all the problems that I had during my settle life were somehow vanished because before I was just like living two years in Valencia and, and we were traveling inside of Spain as well, but usually we were like sleeping at home. And what annoyed me most during that time was definitely all the amount of time I spent on doing the dishes, on like doing house chores and doing all of this kind of stuff because I don't enjoy it. And um, when I started traveling, it was all just gone because we were like staying for only like one or two nights in one place, so there doesn't need to be any cleaning. Um, I didn't have to. I didn't even have to do my laundry myself because I was just giving it to the guest house. Um, and I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to clean dishes because we were just eating like at street food markets or like at local restaurants, who are very affordable as well. So, just all these problems that I had before were just gone, and um. Another thing that um, I really enjoyed was like all the freedom and all the amount of times that I could use um, to connect with other people. And, uh, which was also something that I did not have in Valencia. I mean, when I came to Valencia, I, um, had lots of friends because I was also going out every day and I was like in a very big friends group. Um, but by the time I became pregnant, I, I of course like stopped going out so much and, um, slowly also all my friends went back to their country. So I was, a bit alone in Valencia. I mean, I still have friends, but, um, it wasn't, uh, like nothing to compare when, since I started traveling that I was just like, um, you know, chatting with random people and hearing their life stories. And, um, I was back in Valencia. I was like trying to connect like with some moms at least. Um, but I felt like they were all 20 years older than me. There was like literally no one in my age and like, Age is not like not a thing at all. I have friends who are 30 years older than me and they're one of the closest people in my life. Um, So that's definitely not the thing, but I just didn't match with them and um also it was just like kind of like just going on coffee dates and you know um it was just very different to to when I started traveling because then everything was just exciting I was just meeting new people every day like listening to their stories sharing my story and um yeah not having to worry about all these all this kind of stuff that I worried before like household chores and everything that came with it so yes basically that was a huge relief so that was the upside of like all the traveling life and Um, I didn't see the downside (laughs) because, um, in the first place I didn't see it because I was just like, wait, this is amazing. I don't, I don't have to, to take care of anything anymore. I'm just so free, so careless. And, um, yeah, this is absolutely amazing. I can totally do it alone on my, like with Luana. It's, um, yeah, it's amazing. I only saw the upsides and like, don't get me wrong. Definitely. The upsides are big and during that time, they felt huge. Um, but uh, nevertheless, I feel like if you're a parent, uh, it doesn't matter that much how or, or like where you raise your kid um because they're gonna be struggles anyways, like um it can be uh, helpful to have a community around you, of course, who will help you raise that baby. but on the other hand, of course, also you will find people on the road who will help you, so you are never alone. But um, yeah, you just have to weigh that off for you, I think, um, to, to see what you're prioritizing and uh, what you currently need in your life. So basically after a while, um, my beginning um, enthusiasm started to develop a bit into a tiredness of traveling, um, of meeting new people. Um, I was tired of changing the location all the time. I just craved my own bed. Don't even have an own bed. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was just craving some routine. And I started to do workouts every morning. It completely changed the game for me. Just like a 10-minute workout, it was absolutely insane. And then I realized how restless I became and how I like had no routine in my life at all and it was really good for me just to do the workout every morning <laughs> and um, yeah so I kind of felt that um, yeah there was just too much traveling and um, so we spent the summer in Greece and I decided to stay the whole month in one place so I booked like an Airbnb in Athens and um, I was thinking that that's a good that that's a good option because I was still traveling, but taking it a bit more slow. And then I was thinking that I can just do little trips um, on the weekends or yeah, also during the week because um, I still didn't have to work really. So it was, um, yeah, I still had the time to travel actually, but because I was so tired of it, I was just thinking to myself an Airbnb for a whole month would be nice. So at least I don't have to drag my luggage around. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that was, that was good, but also came with its own challenges because it was super hot. Like, I don't know where my idea to came and uh, like where my idea came from to stay over the summer in Greece. <laughs> like that was not a great, uh, not a brilliant idea because it was so hot. Like one day it was 48 degrees. It's, absolutely insane. And my Airbnb didn't have an AC. (laughs) So um, again, I just felt myself thinking, what am I doing here? Like, why don't I just get a home? Um, I was just, yeah, tired of not knowing what to expect when I enter a new place um, not knowing how I will sleep, if there will be, um, if there will be an AC, you know, just like the simplest things, you know, when you have a home, you take all these things for granted and, um, you just create the most like cozy environment for yourself because it's your home, obviously. But, um, when you come to new places, you just never know what to expect. I mean, you see the pictures before, right. But, um, especially if you're staying there for longer, I think it's just, um, yeah, it can always be a surprise. And, um, yeah, so I just got quite tired of it. Um, but nevertheless, then we decided to go to, to Jordan and I did a work exchange there. So I was working for a week in a Bedouin camp um, and created some content for them as, um, yeah, just like taking some pictures and helping them with their social media um and that was that was a really interesting experience (laughs) because um i think by that time i was already getting like yeah like so tired from traveling um but i still got the excitement you know still was thinking like um i need to do it all so yeah that's why i decided to go there and it was super nice i wouldn't want to miss this experience um but again, I was just thinking to myself, like especially um with like working with my daughter. Um, I mean most of the time it was all right because it was like, yeah, basically just taking pictures and like doing a bit of social media. Um but then I stayed in another place, which I got recommended by people that I met there. And um I was it was also like a really basic work exchange i think on that day i just needed to um take care of the plants a bit but um the timing was just really bad because luana got sick and um she just fell asleep at the moment that my host told me to to take care of the plants now and i was like god damn it (laughs) so i needed to i needed to actually wake up because i couldn't leave her alone in the room and then um she got all angry and of course it was just I felt terrible because I felt like I failed um as a mom in that moment and I felt like at this a little job I had and I was just thinking like what am I doing here? Why do I not like just get a normal life <laughs> where where she would go into daycare and I could I could get some work done without feeling guilty and without having to like without feeling torn between the two. Um Yeah. So, um, that was basically the moment when I decided to, to do something different that I realized I need to change something. Um, and also like, maybe this sounds a bit negative now, I just realized, (laughs) but I just want to be super honest here. And it was not that negative at all. Like I felt, I was happy the the whole time. Like I had, the most amazing experiences during that time, during, um, during walking the Camino de Santiago, during, um, during the summer in Greece, um, during, like, also in Jordan. It was the most amazing time. I met so many lovely people. We created some amazing memories. But yeah, like I said, I wanted to, to point out, like, the negative. Sides of it as well, and um, so my original plan was to go to South America by October, because that was my plan like the whole time. I thought first I'm going to travel Asia, then I'm going to spend the summer in Europe, and then I I want to go to South America, and I was just super hyped the whole time for that because I speak Spanish, so I was like, Yay! This will be so easy. Um, this will be amazing. I will meet so many nice people because I can actually talk to them. I can actually understand what they're saying. Um. So yeah, I was super hyped for that the whole time. That was my plan. But um during the, my time in Greece and in Jordan, I was like, nope, I can't do it anymore. Um, if I would want to go to South America, that would mean basically packing my backpack another time, just taking off for like three or more moments. And I was just thinking, I can't I can't do it anymore. In Italy I already had an Airbnb booked, but um I cancelled it because it just it didn't feel right anymore. I also started thinking um, I wasn't really doing something for my career in the past month, so I wouldn't want to say that traveling is unproductive. Like, not at all. I think traveling is the the greatest way to to learn um, basically everything, to learn more about yourself, to learn more about other people. Um, it will make you grow so much. But still, I was thinking, you know, I really like I wasn't really doing something for my professional life let's say although again like I said I think traveling makes you grow and in, in crazy ways and also it like can be so inspiring but um yeah I think everyone who who traveled for um for a bit knows what I mean that it can be um yeah, they can get to a point where you just feel like you need to do something different. And in my case, I was thinking, okay, these are probably like the last um couple of months um or weeks of my parental leave. So um maybe I just stop spending all my money on traveling and just do something like a little bit different. Um, yeah, which is why I decided to to do the yoga teacher training, which was like the perfect compromise of both things because it would still mean that I that I go back to Asia, um, but also yeah, doing something for my doing something for myself first of all because I was also feeling that just taking care of Luana twenty four seven was starting to get like really 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 hard um, and I know that there are like lots of other moms, or lots of other parents who can't rely on the help of the other parent and I mean basically that's me <laughs> 90% of the time but um, yeah I mean her dad is still there so um, I was thinking why not um, yeah why not do something completely different um, than what I have been doing in the past months and actually um yeah, stepping in for myself and just taking the time off. So um the training was like three weeks and she stayed the whole time with her dad. And I have to say it was really the best thing I've ever done or that I, that I have done like in this moment, I think there will, would have been no better option <laughs> because, um, like I said, I was quite tired of traveling and, um, just felt like, um, crowing spiritually and crowing myself. And I think that also translates to, um, filling your cup means also having like pouring like not from an empty cup, you know, also means providing more for my daughter and um also building like a new life for us because with that um training comes another chance to me to actually work as a yoga teacher. Um so yeah, it felt um of course it was also selfish. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I only did it for my daughter to um yeah, to, to give us a better life or something. It was also selfish in that moment because I really needed, um, needed the time for myself, um, because I haven't been for that long by myself only like since she was born. Um, or I would even say longer than that because before I was in a relationship. So, um, yeah, I think I really needed that during the time of my life. And, um, I think it was, like I said, the best decision ever. Um, because I mean, I have like a bachelor in media management, but, um, I kind of just finished the Bachelor because I, I know I just wanted to have it done and I was already like so much um, into it and I already had passed like so many exams and everything. So I was like, okay, it's too late, um, too late to quit now. Um, I already put in too much effort, but it's not really something that I felt like 100% aligned with. Um That's also something that that gives me like an amazing skill set, of course, but nevertheless, I felt like I needed to also like go into this other direction of like spirituality and yoga and um, yeah, everything that comes with that. So now I'm really glad to have, um, yeah, both of career paths in my life. So um, yeah, that's really, um, I think that was like a really good decision to take. And, um, after that, I, so first in the beginning of the yoga teacher training, I was still thinking, okay, like after the training, I'm going to travel more in Indonesia. I wanted to go to Java and to, to the Komodo Islands and to see all these amazing places that Indonesia has to offer. Um, but during the training, it was the first time in over a year that I was staying for like in a place longer than three weeks um, or longer than what am I saying? Like it was, I think three weeks in that, in that course in one place. And I think for one year, the maximum time I spent in one place was maybe a week or a week and a half. So it was the first time in like over a year that I spent so much time in one place. And, um, actually before the course, I started getting quite anxious about it because I was like, Oh no, (laughs) like traveling is my whole identity. (laughs) What am I doing here? Um, and I was a bit afraid um, that I will feel like bored or I don't know, like, um, yeah, that I just want to leave again because that's often how I felt during traveling because I was so restless. I was like, okay, two days are enough. I'm already getting bored. Let's go. And, um, actually during that course, something had just immensely shifted for me because I realized how great it is to, to root yourself in a place and to actually stay there, um, and it was just, um, yeah, very, very valuable for me during that time um, because I also realized how much of a difference it makes when you have a community around you, a stable community, um, not having to say goodbye to people all the time and just being surrounded by the same beautiful people every day. And the first um, Sunday we had off, I was going out and I was going back to the, to the training center and it really felt like coming home. It was the first time for me like over a year that I just felt like coming home to something. I mean, of course, when I visit my family, I also feel like coming home. Um, But it was the first place outside of my home where I grew up that I just felt like coming home. And it was basically not even the place that made, um, that made me feel like home, but it was more the people surrounding me. And um, knowing I can, I go back to the same people. I asked them how their day they went. Um, we would chat about the next week. So that was something so special to me. Um, because I, I just didn't have that for a whole year and I mean of course sometimes you meet the same people again when you're traveling and it can be really cool but it's still not the same being surrounded by by the same community like for three weeks so by the time the training finished I was just thinking I still had no plans but I was just thinking I need to stay in one place and um I knew how much I love Gili Air the past time I was there. So I just decided to go there and, um, Luana's dad was still there. So we were co-parenting for like, I think two weeks in, in Gili Air. And I just ended up staying there because actually a lot of, um, my friends from the yoga teacher training came there as well. And. Um, yeah, we just became like a little gilly family and it was super, super beautiful. Kind of felt like extending the whole training, like the whole community feeling about the training, um, extending it on the island and just like staying in that little happy bubble. So that was so beautiful. And then again, I realized it was just, um, such a good decision to make because I felt that it makes such a big difference to, to really get to know people on a deeper level. Um, because before I, when I was meeting other travelers, um, you can only get to know them until like up to a certain point, because mostly like if you stay in places for only two days or three days, um, like you can't get to know people that deep. So, um, it just felt nice to be surrounded by people that you can really get to know on a deeper level and that you can have like more meaningful conversations with. So. That was super, super beautiful. And also, of course, um, having the help of other people um, to help me with Luana. I mean, it takes a village (laughs) to raise a kid, right? And I could really feel that because, like, just on the island alone, there, just like, it's full of lovely people who are. Um, taking like who would love to take care of her of course or who would just like help me out literally one day I would just walked into a shop um because I had a huge teddy bear and when I loved the teddy bear <laughs> so I was just walking in I needed to um to get something from the shop and she wanted to stay with the teddy so I just asked them if they could watch her for a couple of minutes and they were like yeah sure and I didn't even have to worry about it or anything because I knew um They are just like the most, like the kindest people on earth and never, like, yeah, there would never happen something on the island. And I came back and all the employees were just playing with, um, with her and the teddy and it was so lovely. And I, I really saw that it's just so nice being surrounded by people, um, who shape part of her, um, of her growing up and, yeah, of, of me, of my parenting as well because, um, Yeah, I feel like if you're, if you're a solo parent, it can get really tough and you have to, um, yeah, you have to ask for help, I think, at some point. And I've been there that I didn't want to accept any help, um, because I was thinking that I can do it all on my own. But actually there is so much power in asking for help. And I think it's so, so valuable just asking other people for help, um, and standing in for yourself and for your own needs. Because like I said, i um, really think you can't pour it from an empty cup and, um, Yeah. So it was just really, really, really nice being surrounded by the community. And when I had to leave the island, I was just really, really sad, but, um, I decided to, to just go on another adventure because we were, um, planning to go to Australia. So, and I knew this would be, um, this would be like traveling, traveling again. That would mean we would, um, stay in places for like three or four days and take off to another place. So, and I was not really sure about it. I was kind of ready to leave the island actually, um, after one month because most of my friends had gone anyways. Um, but I I wasn't sure if I can handle another adventure this year. But I just decided to roll a bit and just to try it out and see how I feel. Because actually after staying for one month on the island, I just felt completely um disconnected from the outside world. I wasn't even sure how I would feel in a bigger city, um, let alone how I would like that traveling lifestyle again. So it was just a really nice, um, test for me as well to see how, um, how my priorities have shifted. And if I just, um, needed a little break from the whole traveling life or if it's just something that I'm just like over it. And I think what Australia showed me is that I'm just over it. (laughs) Um to keep it shortly because I um I, like I was like I had moments where I was just thinking, what am I doing here? Like I already knew before that I need to slow down and that I need to travel slower, but still I'm here with my backpack and my suitcase and carrying Luana and another bag of food and another bag with all my valuables inside. Um just waiting for another bus to arrive or waiting for another plane and I was just thinking, um, no, I I think I really needed that uh, that little trip to show me that I'm really over it. Because also another great thing that I learned on, on Gili Air is that it's so important for me right now to stick to a routine. And right now it's my yoga routine. I try to do yoga every morning. Um, the first thing I do when I wake up. And in the beginning, I was still a bit, you know, thinking like after coming from the training, like it won't be the same because obviously Luana will jump on me or will like dance around me or yeah, do something, um, when to play. But, um, I think I, um, yeah, I think I kind of, um, I'm not going to say I'm ignoring her <laughs> when I'm doing yoga, but I think I, I just kind of handled it because I think it was more a thing in my mind that I can't do yoga with her. But actually um, I just started thinking, okay, I actually don't have another chance, uh, another, another option um so I just have to I just have to do it and to see how it goes and since then I just do it every morning and I don't care if she's jumping on me or if she wants to if she wants to fly on my feet or something I just go with it I don't um I mean it's obvious that I can't stick to that strict routine that I had during the training that I really would have loved to keep up but um I know that that's not my reality so I just tried to um yeah combine like the best of both worlds and um even if i don't stick to that strict 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 routine that i had in the training um i can see how it's so good for my body and for my mind just to practice yoga every morning and just to try to do my best and um incorporating Luana into it. And it was actually going, uh, it's actually going great. So, um, but yeah, doing traveling, I found myself like in Australia, I found myself not really taking the time to do it again. And, um, because we were moving around and everything. And then I just, um, realized that I think right now just having a routine and, um, practicing yoga is just my, like not my top priority because my top priority always is Luana of course and our well-being but right after that comes my mental health and my physical health so I um yeah I just decided if I don't take time to do that every morning um then I just really feel like falling apart and um the moments where I felt like falling apart were when I traveled. So much that I didn't take the time to to do yoga in the morning, and um, did not take the time to prepare healthy meals, or did not take the time to eat healthy because I was thinking, okay, something uh, like just a little snack or something might be quicker, you know. And I think that's a huge part of traveling as well. That um, Yeah, that can be super tough and that is okay if you're doing it like for a couple of weeks. But if it starts to become a lifestyle, you have to, um, incorporate some routines into, into your travel routine because otherwise you just go nuts. (laughs) Um, in my opinion, I'm, I'm, I go nuts (laughs) and, um, Yeah. So basically that's what I found, um, after the training and that, yeah, that I realized that was like, yeah, what I realized during my trip in Australia, that things start to fall apart again. And, um, so I decided to basically, um, go like take a flight back to Asia because also Australia was getting super expensive and, um, yeah, I decided to, just go and spend some days in Kuala Lumpur because I always wanted to see Kuala Lumpur, and uh, just spend a couple of days there, and um, yeah, just base myself there in a nice apartment. And again, I arrived. I arrived earlier than I thought I would, so I didn't have a an Airbnb booked for that night, so I had to book another one, and then you know just take all my stuff again and travel to the next one, and I was just like. When I arrived in that other apartment, I was so, so glad. It was only like three more nights that I stayed there, but I was just so glad because by that time also I had so much luggage. I bought some Christmas presents already. So, um, I just had so much to carry and I was just thinking, yeah, it's, it's really time to go home now. And, um, I was also like just walking, walking around Kuala Lumpur, like a city I wanted to see, like for so long. And it was beautiful. The city is amazing. The food is great. Um, but still I was walking around and I could appreciate it because it was. I knew it would be the last days of traveling, but I also realized just how hard it is to, to walk around the city with a toddler who doesn't want to sit in, in her pram, um, who doesn't want to be in the carrier and who also doesn't want to walk. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Most of the time I just took a grab to one location to the other and um yeah, just stayed there and also let um yeah, just let Luana lead a bit because I know that if I would um just want to do my own things and just try to drag her with me, it wouldn't work out like for any of us. So I decided to also give her the space to explore, to go, to playgrounds or um we visited a center village <laughs> in a shopping mall. That was the highlight I think. <laughs> um yeah, also doing the things that she enjoys. So that was also a main thing during our travels the whole year, I would actually say. Um, because I think as parents, we sometimes just try to, to track our children to some places or to, um, to do the things that we want to do. Um, and especially if you're traveling, of course, you want to see all the, um, all the amazing sightseeing spots and all everything you, you ever saw on Instagram or uh, online or wherever you saw it. But I think it's also important to let your kids lead and just give them time to explore what they want to do. And if they want to spend a whole day just in the pool or uh, on like playground or something, then, um, I think it can be so beneficial for both parts. Um, To just, yeah, let your kids lead for a bit. Because obviously traveling with kids is different to traveling alone, where you can just do whatever you want to. Um, But you want to make sure both of you are happy, right? So we are staying there with my parents. Um, We're going to spend the Christmas time here. And I'm super excited about it because, um, yeah, being in the cold for Christmas, baking Christmas cookies with my mom, decorating the tree and everything, that's part of how I grew up. And I definitely want to pass this magic on, um, onto Luana. So last year we've been to Indonesia during Christmas time and there wasn't definitely not a big Christmas bird over there. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited for that. And also because she's getting more conscious of everything because she's older now, obviously. So, um, I think we can, yeah, I want to create some nice Christmas traditions for us. And yeah, to make Christmas cookies with her and my mom, to go to the Christmas market, to spend time with my friends. And yeah, I think that's really what I need right now after the whole year of traveling. And I mean, I saw my family, um, I think twice during the year. Um, but yeah, still, I didn't really get to spend so much time with them. So I'm... Um, yeah, I'm glad that I'm doing that now. And I think Christmas is such a good time for it because the ending of the year, I always get so emotional <laughs> about everything. So yeah, I think that's a good timing. So yeah, to sum it up, um, I think it's difficult to sum it up, but I think um, if you are now thinking about traveling with a baby, with your kids um, no matter how many kids you have, or if you went to travel in general, not even with kids, I'm just wondering how it is traveling with kids. Definitely don't feel disencouraged by the negative aspects that I mentioned. Like I said, like I just want to be super honest how I felt um, during that time. And um, I think it can yeah, it just differs so much from person to person because for some people, they get anxious after a week of traveling um, because they can't stand the constant change meeting new people. Um, and there are people who are just thriving in it. There are people who can't do it because um, because their kids are, yeah, not, I don't know, not up, up for it or um, they don't want to leave their environment or afraid they can't um, can't do it alone or something like that. So uh, what I learned definitely is that it was so encouraging for me and so powerful. I think I grew in, yeah, I quantum leaped in so many ways. Um, and I, I think my, one of my biggest learnings definitely was that, um, I can do whatever I want on my own, I can do whatever I want with my baby. I will always find a way to do it. And if that means um, hiring a babysitter for a couple of hours, I know I have to, I don't have to rely on anyone to create exactly the life that I want for us. But on the same, like on the same side, I also learned that it's good to ask for help and that it's sometimes necessary to ask for help. And that I don't have to do everything on my own. Although I can do everything on my own, I don't have to. Um, I actually, there's so much power, I think, in asking for help, like I said earlier. And um yeah, even if that, like, even if the fact that I feel like super empowered from all the travels and everything, um I just feel so much calmer and so much more, Um, myself I would say if I'm in an environment um, where I know that I get support from and yeah that's that was a huge learning for me and another thing that I learned that's maybe not so much related to parenthood but um, more in general is that I really um, started to appreciate nature in crazy ways like Um, I just really felt that whenever I was in the city, I just get started to get so stressed for, um, no particular reason and just felt like all over the place, whenever I stayed in nature, I was so calm and yeah, I think like, yeah, surprise (laughs) nature is actually amazing for humans. That's where we come from. So, um, I think um, for a person who considered herself like a city girl her whole life or like a person who always wants to be, um, because I grew up in a very little village and I always wanted to escape and to to live in the city and um, I lived in the city and I loved it. But um, yeah, I realized during the travels that I actually enjoy being in nature so much more than being in the city. What I also realized is that I can't be too remote (laughs) because then I also get like, um, yeah, I need people around me. I need a community around me. And um, especially uh, with raising Luana, I just want to have like a stable community around me, basically. That was, yeah, one of the biggest learnings, I think. Another thing I want to point out that I really learned during that time is the whole aspect of hospitality. Um, it's just crazy to me how complete strangers sometimes like holstered us and we became so close and they just went up and above to to make sure we were comfortable. How people on um, Instagram just texted me, hey you can stay with me if you need somewhere to stay and how friends we visited in their countries just made sure we had like the most amazing experience ever and I, I take none of this for, for granted. Um because I think actually I come from from a place Germany, (laughs) where people are more, um, yeah, more, a little bit more greedy about their money, let's say, or a bit more, um, yeah, not that inviting, I think, like in other countries, because I think in Germany, if you would like just be a traveler and walk around, most likely not many people would invite you to their homes and like offer you food or something. Whereas in other countries, it's just, um, yeah, it's just part of who they are. And I think it's just so, so beautiful seeing that. And it just feels like, like me actually, because I just love like getting to know other people and um, I love like serving other people or just like um, preparing something for them making them feel like at home. So that's something so valuable I learned Um through everyone who hosted us. And yeah, I think just being in this community of travelers, so I recently downloaded like Couch Serving and never tried it actually. But um, I downloaded for Australia because at some point the, <laughs> the um, Airbnbs just got too expensive. And I was just thinking how crazy it is that complete strangers host other strangers um, with the only thing they could have in common would be just like the traveling aspect. But um, I know this is not the safest place, and I don't want to be like naive or say, Oh my god, everyone in this world is kind, and um, yeah, just go blindly through this world. Like, I'm not saying that, but um, what I learned during like in that year is that there is so much more kindness than cruelty, and that people are actually so helpful and nice, and um. Although I was thinking like, oh my God, couch surfing might be a bit dangerous. You just live in a complete stranger's place. But then again, that's Airbnb. That's being in a hotel, you know. Um, so I think it always comes with a risk, but um, I really learned to just trust it. And um, yeah, I'm glad I did because I made the most wonderful connections through um, just for staying with other people and um, sharing with them. So, yeah, to, uh, to sum it up, I think, um, these are my last points. Um, I think there would be so much more to say. That's everything I can come up with now, but, uh, maybe I do another episode of that. Um, because I think, yeah, there would still be so much to say. And I think it's just, I had so many learnings during that year. It's just incredible to, um yeah I can't really sum it up I think in one in one single podcast episode but uh yeah I hope you you took something from this episode I hope it, it showed you some reality and also encouraged you to to go traveling because I think that's on the end what I yeah what I want to to share with the world that um it's amazing to travel with kids and um yeah one thing I didn't even say is how how crazy it is that it's so easy to meet other people if you're traveling with a kid because um Luana would just um run up to other people wave at them and then we would start a conversation and like I had so many um connections just because Luana basically connected me to these people and um, yeah, so I think I think I said that maybe in an earlier podcast episode that when I once traveled alone to Barcelona that I felt really weird traveling without her because suddenly I was on my own and I was like, oh damn, I have to make all the connections myself now. <laughs> and it's um, like that part really becomes easy when you have kids because um, it also connects you much more. It's so much easier to connect with the locals, I think, if you have kids. Um, because she would play just like with local kids. And then I will start chatting to their parents or something. So yeah, that's a um, huge, huge bonus. But then again, it comes with its own struggles. Like I said before, it depends also on your kid's age probably. Um, I think actually because people often ask when I started traveling with her. So I started when, we, when she was one. And I think actually it was easier when she was younger. It gets a bit harder now that she... Um, goes into the toddler stage and develops her own her own mind which is also really cute to witness but um just for traveling I think it was easier when she was a bit smaller when she was a bit lighter when I could just put her in a carrier and just yeah carry her everywhere and now it's just uh, it just changed because um we are incorporating more playtimes and more meeting with other kids and yeah activities for her than I did before um but it's definitely I also wouldn't say one is better than the other because it's just different and both are yeah both have their good sides about it and both are magical so definitely um I think Yeah, I I think it's great to to start traveling with them the younger they are because they also get used to it. And I think the older they get, they start having their own little routines and maybe they don't feel that comfortable giving up these routines or they have like special wishes about um, food or drinks or yeah, something like that, that you maybe can't get abroad and then it would be difficult maybe. So I think it's good to do it from a really young age um but also it doesn't mean that you can't do it when your kids are already a bit older I think um I think they certainly especially if they're older I think you certainly um, have to talk to them before and really see if, if it's a good match this lifestyle I also don't say you have to go into full-time traveling like you can definitely just do a little trip or something um, but yeah um that's basically what i found through chatting with other parents who traveled with their kids and yeah comparing it to me traveling with my daughter so um yeah that's basically it and for the next year we have plans until basically in the middle of uh, january where we, we were staying with friends um in the uk and then um, we—I have my retreat coming up in March in Mexico. If you, um, yeah, if you didn't hear of that, so I'm hosting with a friend of mine a yoga retreat um, in the mountains of Mexico. It's like one and a half hours from Mexico City away, and it's going to be seven days. Um, Yoga, breath work, meditation. I'm um, so, so stoked for it in the middle of nature, by the way. My favorite place to be. <laughs> uh, we're going to do Temas Kyle and um, little hiking adventures and. I think it's going to be so wholesome because it feels like it's going to be, um, like in my yoga training or like just going back there a little bit, just being surrounded by powerful people and just keeping up with our yoga routine, eating healthy and yeah, just a whole week of just concentrating on ourselves and on community, creating space for each other. So I'm really, really, really excited for that. And, um, we are actually traveling to Mexico already, um, the whole month before, but, um, yeah, I think I'm not gonna, not gonna actually travel there, but just stay in one place and, um, yeah, basically work because that's, (laughs) that's what I have to do now because my, um, parental leave has ended. So I, um, decided to, to take another year, off my my job as a flight attendant and we have um, the opportunity to take a third year of parental leave off which is not paid but we still get to keep our jobs which is amazing so I decided to da- to do that which means I have to work um, and yeah since I have my studies in media management and I'm a yoga teacher now I will obviously find a way to work online um, in these both career paths so that I can keep. Uh, so yeah, so I can keep my options open about where do I want to live or where I want to travel. But, um, basically I think after the retreat, we will, um, maybe find a base for a couple of months or even years. I'm still not sure, um, where that will be. Um, right now I think that our long-term base will definitely be somewhere in Europe just to be closer to, to our friends and to, to our family. Um, but then again, that could change as well. So I don't want to, I don't want to make too many plans for the future because in the end it always comes, um, unexpectedly and yeah. That's also an amazing thing that I learned this year is that um, I read this actually in one of my favorite books, Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, is that if you just create space for the unknown, then opportunities will unfold that you can't even dream of right now. And I've been doing this this year and it's literally true because um, I found myself now in a place that I would have never imagined to, to be possible. So um, I, I kind of want to keep that up a little bit. And, um, still want to definitely slow down, keep up with my routine and, um, yeah, do all the things that, that do me well and that feel good to, to my body and to my nervous system. So I'm definitely doing that, but also, um, traveling will always be a big part of my life and I just love it. So I will definitely also continue doing that and anything else I will figure out along the way. (laughs) So, yeah that's it basically thank you so much for listening and um, i hope you took um yeah i hope you took something out of this podcast um definitely would love to hear um if you have any questions or any thoughts that came into your mind when you listened to to that episode and yes thank you so much mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for being part of the Motherhood Revolution. Feel free to share this episode with your family, with your friends. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, please do so by at Podcast. I will put the information in the show notes. And other than that, if you are, have an inspiring story to tell, if you want to be part of the podcast yourself, please drop me a message. I'm more than happy to welcome you here and I'm wishing you a beautiful week, and I will see you here next week.